from San Antonio, Texas to Washington, D.C. You're listening to On Wax the Podcast. I'm LJ. And this is Jay Hen. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you haven't already, follow at On Wax the Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you listen to the podcast weekly. Because you don't want to miss who we put on wax. Wax, wax, wax! And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. The one, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. Chapoli! I'm gonna exaggerate the fuck out of this. So, we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying Yay! though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> Who would win right now, you or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. Say it's the biggest fight of the year. They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things. Not told anybody about this story in my life. On wax. It's been a long time, bro. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Uh, fucking just doing a whole bunch of shit and, uh, you know, working like the rest of, the, of America and working like you and just busy with all kinds of shit. What's going on with you? You've had a lot of, uh, a lot of life changes. I'm going through changes. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Lots of changes. If if anyone's ever did a whole like house move, that shit sucks. So um, hire movers. That's my advice to you because that shit sucks. It was just me and my friend Ethan and Jesus Christ, dude. It sucked. And it was only a one bedroom apartment too. And it doesn't sound like a lot, dude. But when you have no elevator and you have to move a couch down three flights of stairs, that shit sucks. So, dude, and you gotta movers. buy stuff. You have to furnish the yeah. house. Da 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 have you ever uh, drove a U-Haul before? One of those big Hell bodies? Hell yeah. Fucking dude, nuts, I dude. I swang that big body U-Haul, dude. Fucking what swang. What curb, bro? What curb? <laughs> I swang big curbs. U-Haul, dude. You, get, you take up two lanes. It reminds you like you're back in Texas the way you fucking take up those two lanes. Dude, you, you haul Hold lane. Up, man. People, people go around you. Hold up. No, that shit was actually kind of nerve-wracking. I, I did not like driving a U-Haul, especially with all the Oh, it's the worst, the dude. The first week I got my truck, I was in a uh, I was in a Ford Mustang, of course. Little bitty, can go in and out of traffic, in and out of lanes, fast. And then I move into a truck, dude, and it felt like I was driving a fucking U-Haul. Got in a wreck the first week I had it. You suck at driving, dude. That's why. You're yeah, a terrible I, I, driver. I am so dicky, dude. Got one hand on the wheel and the other hand's texting. You're beating off on the other hand. Dun, 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 dun. So we got a very... Uh, very good episode, man. This fucking this uh, this agenda's fucking beefy. It's not beefy. Not beef jerky. It's fucking beef. Uh first things first, man. I feel like we have to start off uh talking about the tragic news that happened this week. Um it it really 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 stung the both of us the passing of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's man, it's tough, man. Really, really tough. Um, yeah, I would like to get your take on it first. I mean, I haven't really heard if, much 
from you. I, I know me and yeah, Corey've been texting. And I've been a lot trying to. It. I've been trying to hold it in. And and if yeah. we can, we're gonna we're gonna kind of sort of mimic the San Antonio Spurs. And if we, if we can get a quick twenty four seconds of silence between me and you, and I got oh, to yeah. stop close, stop watch. Are you ready? Yeah. This is for everybody listening. Think about your loved ones. Think about your family. Think about your friends. And uh, you know, really, really think about you know sending them a text after you listen to the episode, and uh, you know, tell them how much you love them. On, let's go. Man, um, so to your point, we were in a group chat, me, you, and uh, Corey, and it was crazy because I don't think I seen the news right off the bat. You and Corey let me yeah. know. Surprising um, news. Usually, always number first on those those right, news stories. Yeah. And um, and I knew something was up right off the bat because it said I had like twenty something missed messages, and I'm like, whoa, damn. And um. We get a we get a text message from Corey at one forty one p.m. and he put guys hold up Kobe Bryant died. Then you said, dude, what the fuck? And he said, just sad, man. Um, then he follows with my stomach. I got knots in it, man, for real, dude. I can't believe this. I legitimately feel like crying. Please say this isn't real. Yes, LAPD just confirmed. Twitter's going crazy. And then that's why I, or you had mentioned that you're numb. And then I, I'm reading all this. And that's all between you and Corey at that point. Yeah, right. And, and it's kind of sad because, like, later later in the text messages, I, I mentioned this to you the day after. Um, I'm going to try to find it. But you, you said something that really, really stuck to me. Like, really, really stuck to me. You said, dude, this is by far the hardest celebrity, you know, f- death that I've, I've actually like it's it's impacted me like i'm really really feeling it as if it's my own family right and, and um at first i didn't want to be like yeah me too i was like i'm not too sure is it and, and i started thinking about it and i was like i mean on on a serious note hands down right hands down right. for me yeah right. like i'm trying to think like man who else you know and, and i've been fortunate enough that i haven't had you know any crazy tragedies in my own life and um it's it just really really hit and then you know Corey said that he had a hard time sleeping that same night and then the the news just kept getting worse you know at one point all of his family members were right. were on the plane all of his daughters were on the it plane was, and then, yeah. then it was confirmed Suspected. that Gigi his his middle daughter was on the plane and, and right. um, it really sucks I mean it, I mean under the circumstances that he passed it really sucks you know um, dude yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I, I was lost for words. Like it, it literally, it literally hit me as if it was my mm-hmm. own family member. Dude, yeah, um, yeah. I've had the misfortune of, of of actually losing someone very, very close in my life, like someone who I was really close to, an immediate family member. And for some reason, man, this death, um, the 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 death of Kobe Bryant, those same emotions that I had for that grieving period came back when Kobe Bryant died. 
I don't know Kobe. I I never met the guy. I, I've only, as close as I've got to Kobe is on TV. No, I, I take that back. The closest I've got to Kobe was a San Antonio Spurs game when I was in the yeah. fucking like nosebleeds. That's the closest I've ever been to Kobe, right? But those same feelings came back to me that I had whenever I lost someone who was incredibly close to me, um, and I couldn't explain why those same feelings were. that that I was having those similar feelings because we are not related but dude they were there and they were undeniable and I couldn't like shake it and like even to the like like even right now for the past it's been three days and every day I still find myself yeah not not only in disbelief but looking at you know more um Kobe images and like not understanding why and like not and, and like still having those feelings that I got on the first day, you know, when, when it like first happened, like those, those like feelings come flooding back and dude, it's, and I was actually, you know, being true, very, very honest. Whenever I said that, you know, this was the hardest celebrity death of my life. And, uh, you know, we've been, I mean, as you know, Americans, we've seen a lot of tragedy um, from, mm-hmm. from, celebrities i mean dating as far back as you know like chris farley or that was like tragic or robin williams or you know sports related like junior seau or you, you know there's been yeah. so many and uh, even musically like musically prince, and prince yeah mac miller um i mac mean miller go, right go nipsey down. hustle was a big nipsey one. hustle juice world which was crazy too you know which was like kind of stingy Pimp too C. Pimp C. Big um, Mo. DJ Screw. DJ Screw. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go down the list. You can go sure. down the list. But for some reason, none of those hurt as much as this one. And and I don't know. I mean, no disrespect to those guys. I mean, those all hurt. Of course. Like, you, you, you never want to lose. But this guy has been, like, in our in life. Our, like we, we, yeah, we, exactly. Like, I know I know. it kind of sounds like a kind of cliche, but, like, every time we we shot, you know, paper in the trash can. Kobe, like that's a real fucking thing. That's I know there's memes thing. and there's that's real fucking things. Like real I, thing. everybody used to say Kobe. Like real and thing. not only that, but like he had a will to win and, and he was you know, he he demanded your attention on the court. So, you know, and, and I know you're a huge San Antonio Spur fan and I know I'm from San Antonio, but it's like the the Spurs and the Lakers, you know, they were both on tip top of their game at during the same time, and they had you know a pretty good rivalry. And like when you watch the Lakers, he demanded your attention, he demanded yeah. your respect. He, yeah. he 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 was a present on the court. And, and the saddest part is, you know, now he was becoming a real present off the court. Dude, you know, he already a was presence off the court, right? He just won a. He already was. Uh, uh, Oscar. What did he just win? An Oscar. I mean, the things that he was doing with his children. Um, the. Dude, I mean, the he had he had you know some work with ESPN with the new uh, the detail show that he had. Detailed. Yeah, which was, was really um, cool. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. I love it. Um, he had body armor. Um, he was like a sponsor and for one body thing armor. That you cannot help but think about. I mean. Are those last moments, man? Oh, those man. last oh, moments. I know. When you I have know. a child with you, Oof, and, and and I'm pretty sure you're responsible for why they were in, you know, the 
the helicopter to begin with. You know, you probably set it up and like, you probably feel like you're responsible for, for those other eight lives and you having your daughter there and seeing the look on her face. Like there's no chance, like there's no way that he didn't look over at his daughter and, you know, think like, Oh my God, this is happening right now. And her look scared. I mean, the entire thing is just devastating and everyone is using the word numb and it is, it's numbing. It's, it, it doesn't even feel real. It feels Oh man, it feels like you said for and and then even later that afternoon after it was confirmed by LAPD, Corey, you know, just saying like, please let this not be real, and, and I mean, it's just like we couldn't believe couldn't. that it was I, real. I, I to to this moment, I still don't believe it's real. And every time I look at the TV and it said, and I mean, I, I was actually just watching inside the NBA, guess, and and at the this bottom. Is a, this is Corey real quick. Me too. I'm just sitting here watching ESPN with tears in my eyes. I'm sitting here thinking of when we were all young kids and playing basketball together and how we all love sports so much and what the sports did for us and the joy it brought us and the conversations we'd have and who right. we thought was the best player. And today we have, you know, an emptiness, a void, the sadness mm-hmm. I felt that's been, you know, in a long time. And it's just, uh, Man, and then and then I know you mentioned the LeBron James thing, like oh, um, the Shaquille O'Neal thing. Oh. There, there's, I mean, Did like you, you said, him? three days later, and and I still feel like the cut is still brand new. Dude. The cut, dude, it and it 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 reopens. Like I, it's it's weird because these are the same feelings that people go through when they have a family death. You'll grieve, you'll feel happy. Then you'll grieve again, and then you'll feel happy, and then it gets easier over time. And right now, it's actually getting to the point where it, it, it is actually getting easier. I know last night, dude, oh, my God, um, I, I, Corey and I put screenshots on our group chat, but we watched Kobe's last game where he scored 60. They um, aired it on uh, ESPN. And, you know, it was, you know, it was fat. It was it was extraordinary watching this th- like thirty seven. I think he was thirty seven, thirty eight year old guy. You know, go you put everything on the line in the last fourth quarter just to not only will this team to win, but to give the Lakers like a show to like give all the fans like a final farewell show to show you know that he is NBA basketball. He is the Los Angeles Lakers. And, you know, he literally went out, like, on his last breath, you know, like, barely able to walk and, like, hit the game winner. And, um, you know, the whole crowd was, was 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 yelling, Kobe, MVP, dude. And, like, his – On uh, that note, you know, there's a – Shaquille O'Neal had said, like, before the game, I talked to Kobe that night. And he said, I challenged him. And I told him. Yeah. Shoot for 50. Go shoot for, for 50. 50. Yeah. Yeah. Like the motherfucker scored 60. That motherfucker like scored 60. That's the Mamba mentality. Dude, yeah. You know, a lot of people didn't want to play with him. A lot of people said he was hard to play with, but it was his demand, his demand to work hard and to the demand to win. Demand like to it was win. was crazy. Like, he, he demanded yeah. you to bust your ass. Yeah. It was yeah. the Mamba mentality. And, um, yeah. I'll tell you a quick, crazy story. Um, yeah. It, it hit me kind of crazy because. Um, that happened Sunday afternoon around, like you said, around 1 a.m. I'm sorry, 1 p.m. And um, this was to me that one of the craziest stories. Um, my oldest daughter, Lisa, said that she wanted a volleyball. She said that she wanted to play volleyball. Dad, can you buy me a volleyball? I want to start practicing. Da 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 da. And I said, Yeah. So we went to the store. I got her a volleyball. And I said, You want to practice? And she said, Yeah. 
And I said, okay, well, run to the fence and back. I was like, let's get warmed up. Run to the fence and back. She kind of gave me this weird look, and she's like, what? I was like, run to the fence and back. And she looked so disappointed, and she, her hands were, she was holding her hands together, and she was just kind of like moping, and she like halfway ran to the fence and back. I'm like, what's that about? And she's like, what? I'm like, run to the fence and back. Come on. And she did the same thing. It was worse. Moping even more. Looked like she was sad. And she's like, hmm. I'm like, what the, what is this about? I said, this is supposed to be fun. I was like, I was like, you want to play volleyball? I was like, you think you're just going to like wake up and, and be better overnight? Like you think that that once a week, you know, training or that once a week practice that you're going to have with your coach is going to make you better? It's going to make you the best on the team? I said, when you want to play, do you want to be the best or do you just want to be an average She's like, I want to be the best. I said, then you have to work. I was like, I was like, it's something that you have to work for, Lisa. I said, I said, I used wow. to practice basketball by myself every single day. I didn't have a, a brother or sister that wanted to play. My dad didn't want to play with me. I was out on that court every single day after school, shooting, shooting, shooting. I said I would play by myself. I would create two teams. You know, I would play against myself. I was like, I tried making it as fun as possible, Lisa. Shot clock. I said cheerleading. Yeah, shot clock, three-point contest, free-throw contest, contest yeah. dunk contest. Like, I would literally do this stuff by myself. I said, yeah. I said, I said, uh, I said, why don't you play uh, softball anymore, Lisa? I said, because you found out it was work. You found out that, you know, it, it's it's something that you have to put effort into, and you didn't want to play. I said, if you don't want to play, let us know. You don't have to, you know, play if you don't want to play. I was like, but if this is something you want to do, if this is something you want to get better at, you have to put in the work, and you have to really grind, and you that's how you're going to get better. And, like, we ended up practicing, obviously, and, and we ended up making it fun. But I swear to God, LJ, I had that conversation with her around 11.30 a.m. before wow. the, the news came out. And then later that day, obviously, you hear all the Kobe Bryant things. But then there was a quote that comes. You know how they always post the quotes and stuff afterwards? Yeah. They posted a quote that he had to his daughter, dude. And this is it really hit me hard, dude. It was a picture of him and his daughter. And it says, if you do the work, if you work hard enough dreams will come true if you guys can't understand that then i'm not doing my f- job as a father and i text her that photo because i did I, I, wow. I, I, I made her cry dude i'm not gonna sit here and make a lie to you but i text her that photo and i was like i was like that's why i was being hard on you like that's what i was saying like i i couldn't put it in in good words at the time maybe i, I didn't you know i could have said it better but like that's what i was telling you elisa like you gotta work hard. You gotta want it if you, you want to be yeah, the best. And, exactly. and that's and like I told her that before all this happened, and then you know all wow. this happened. And and long story short, I'm gonna pat myself on the back. Is like that's why he probably meant so much to us. He gave us this Mamba mentality, bro. Like like I was literally telling her what he probably told his, similar to what he probably told his daughter. Like it's it's a, like a way of life, bro. Like. That era of basketball and that w- way that he made a lot of people think is us, bro. We knew yeah. what he expected. We yeah. knew how to operate. We knew that this is how he gets better. We knew that if you want to be successful, there's you no crying about hard. it. Yeah, there's no crying about it. Yeah, yeah, you got to put forth the effort. Put like put forth the work and excuses go out the window. Like you know, like excuses go out the window, dude. Yeah, man. Man, yeah, it's tough man. love, but but yeah. the results are solid, dude. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, in, incredible talent, um, incredible person, especially towards the later end of later ends of his life. Whenever he retired, he kind of even 
became even a better person after he retired, man, with all that he was doing. He was he had like honestly the 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 damn world ahead of him, man, and um yeah. It's 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 absolutely sad. And it's honestly I think um I don't know if you listen to Undisputed, but Skip Bayless said it absolutely uh perfectly because we all saw Kobe as this kind of like indestructible guy. Like Kobe could tear his Achilles and walk off the court, but you know that he, yeah, he would said be what if back. there's ten million people on a list, he would be one of the he, last people. He would be the last person. But like not only that, his death is it, it kind of shook me to the core and kind of is making me see kind of life in a different way. Not only that life is fragile because we knew that, but this kind of punched you in the face to say that life is fragile. But, you know, since it is so fragile, man, you have to like take care of the people who you love. But, but like, not only that, but just, just like anybody, strangers, man, like, like, like just, just be kind to people because you don't know if whenever you get on that plane, on that helicopter, just to go down the street or just to go to a practice, if that's going to be your last moment. And you don't ever like want to treat someone horrible because you don't know like what's going to happen to them. Like that's why, like that's what the whole Vegas trip was about to me. Like, um, you for, said it. Yeah. You didn't say it for, uh, for all the fans who, who, uh, for all the listeners who don't know, we came back from Vegas, Corey and John and I, you know, these are my best men, my, my best friends. And in the text that I sent them, I was like, you know, this trip is more than just a guy's trip. We're doing like, we should see th- these moments of going to UFC as a time where it may never happen again. So, you know, have the most fun that you can because there's no promise that I'll be here next year. I mean, anything could happen. I can drive to work, you know, I can have a heart. I mean, I can, who knows? I mean, anything could happen. I mean, I pray to God that, you know, I'm, that I'm here well, well, well into my nineties, but that's not my decision. And, you know, the fact that, Anything could happen at any given time. You you have to appreciate the people in your life and you have to just live it to the fullest, kind of like Kobe did, because if you don't go for it, like if you don't go for an Academy Award, even though you're a basketball player, if you don't try and build academies, if you don't try and, you know, like be a, you know, do all these things that you never thought that you could do with, then you're going to miss out on life and it could end at any moment. So, I mean, it's Kobe's death opened my eyes to a lot of things as I know it did a lot of people um probably even you and and, and Corey I mean and that's just my three best friend my my, uh, two best friends and I know that the entire world kind of feels the same and I think it in a strange way like brought the world kind of closer together um yeah in the weirdest way um and you wouldn't even imagine that from just a basketball player like you would say that he would I mean he was way more than a basketball player but you would have never imagined that you know, his death would carry this much weight on so many people who did not know who he was. Um, so, yeah, man, like, just, you know, uh, send, you know, condolences to the to the Bryant family, man. And his wife is probably incredibly tough time. And his man, kids, somebody, somebody and, else, man, I know we talked about it, too, like, like how it keeps getting worse before it'll get better, like. Yeah. I forget who mentioned it, but it's like, man, could you imagine Vanessa waking up the next morning oh, to an man. empty bed? No, not only that, child? dude. Like, but go, just, going to sleep is the worst part. Going to sleep. Like, how do you go to sleep in the same bed that 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 that, that, that he was in the night before? Maybe even Gigi was in the same bed the night before. You guys are, I know, and, and, and like you just said, good night. 
you know, like I like good night. And 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 even when he left, you know, who who knows? He he probably just said, you know, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back around 3 p.m. You know, I'll, I'll be right, back at yeah. 4. This is something that apparently they did often, so it probably didn't seem too out of the ordinary for him. And, dude, and that's and how then, I mean, life goes, man. It's that And fast. then Kobe, of course, like he's he's the high-profile person, you know, that we're all speaking about. But there there's two kids right now that, that woke up with no parents and, and one less sibling as well. You know, wow. they lost both parents wow. in that. So. Yeah. Man, for a 17-year-old. I mean, overall, year old, man, it's it just really um, – it's Like you said, it – Death does not discriminate, man. Rich, poor, um, child, old person, nope. mid age, like you just never know, man. And it's so scary. So and scary. I know, I know, like you said, we've had deaths close to us and and you know, friends and family and uh it's just it's scary, man. Um so yeah. everybody listening right now, I love all y'all, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I love y'all guys. Me and LJ, we've we've got a. Uh, this is funny, but like we uh we've got a good uh We've we've gotten a, a good habit of you know when we do take trips and when we're you know going our separate ways in the airport. I love you, man. I love oh, you, man. for sure. I love you, man. With a big hug, like that's that's yeah. something. Yeah, we've done for a couple of years now, and um, yeah, it always makes me feel refreshed afterwards. Gives me like, and of course, me and me and Corey talked about it last uh, podcast too. Is like when we were leaving D.C. Remember, um, you you weren't with us. Me and me and Corey were with each other in D.C. and like. It, man, it gets sad, man. Like just saying goodbye to one yeah. another after, yeah. you know, if you don't see him for a long time, and just saying goodbye. I know that even, you know, it just feels sickening. So just to lose somebody, I mean, Oof, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so. it's 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 tough, man. Like yeah, you don't understand it, man. Like and like I, yeah. and like I don't want to like understand. I mean, it's it's like not my place to understand it. You just have to like live it, you know. And everyone's yeah. gonna go, you know. Just just the great ones go a different time and like my friend like uh brought up a good point it's like it just seemed like he was here for that purpose like like he had a purpose and he fulfilled it like he played 20 years in the nba he was a legend he did all these great things you know like he had a purpose on this earth it's, it's, it's like god put him on this earth for a, a, a reason and he accomplished that and then like god took him back and that and like that's you know what, what else? it uh, that's what it felt like it like it, it really you know, felt I like mean, that to that point dude you know what else is kind of weird just timing wise um I, and again you mean you haven't spoke on the phone since any of this so like i haven't got to actually say this is the timing was really weird too the night before lebron james Passed him on the all-time leading scoring um, list, right? And and hearing LeBron James speak about Kobe, gush about him the night before, gushed about him. He could have easily copied and pasted that, you know, from the death of Kobe, and um, like it was, like, yeah, just I completely idolized him, and and it was almost what someone would say if they passed away, almost like. And one of my friends, to your point, made a good point, and he was like, "It's one of the rare occasions that it was like giving the flowers to you before you died." You know if that makes sense? Like you know, right, sometimes yeah. you know yeah. it's always too late to to appreciate somebody, and you don't you know get to tell them everything you wanted to tell them, and until it's too late, and and then you have to give flowers and everything. You know, at the funeral, like he's like, "This is one of the rare times that you know someone actually gave flowers to someone." before it was too late and right. like and and again i i've not been the biggest lebron james fan um basketball wise but i'll tell you what man um 
in the last week, he's really got a lot of brownie points, man. If y'all haven't had Me the too. opportunity, go check out his Instagram. Yeah. Um, LJ had posted, t- texted us today again and just said, like, man, LeBron James' Instagram post had me teary-eyed. I reread it. It was so sad. It was it was so heartfelt. It was so genuine. Um, of course, the speech that I'm talking about, guys, if you haven't listened to his speech about him just passing him in the scoring, all-time leading scoring. Yeah. Like I said, that was just, you know, super, super genuine, super sincere as well. And that was before he even passed away, like the night before he passed away. So, um, again, we're, we're, we're going to try to move on. But we did want to spend some time letting everyone know that um, – it hit us hard. And I know you guys listening, it probably hits you guys hard as well. Um, but yeah. most importantly, I wanted to say my last thing. It's like, man, hug, kiss, tell everybody you love them. Uh, of course, you know, everybody keeps saying this lately. But it's like you said, bringing everybody together. But it's like, man, all that little shit, all those little, you know, tiffs. That, like, just get over it, man. Just, you know, try to try to find some type of resolution and move on, you know, and uh, exactly. try to try to make things better. Because, again, to really your point, you don't want to live with regrets. You don't want to live with, uh, you know, anger in your heart, man. Uh, life is definitely too short uh, and too fragile, to your point, to, to live with that type of anger, that type of guilt if, you know, something were to happen. So, um, B, I love you. Love and, you, man. Um, love you, man. Seriously. And now can we can we move on to yeah. the rest of the agenda? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean, we should have probably ended with that one because that kind of got me down. But we have we do surprisingly have a pretty, pretty fun agenda today. Um First things first I want to talk to you about is, um, man, I'm looking at all the stuff. I want to talk to you about um, TV shows, man. Um, I'm a little late to the party, um, and I posted a poll on the On Wax Instagram page. If you're listening right now and you don't follow us, slap your mother and then <laughs> follow us. Um, Run away. And love. I forget the exact uh, percentage, but the majority of the people said that the show on Netflix, you – is not a chick flick and everybody <laughs> should watch it. I'm officially done with season one and yeah. dude, it's good. It's good, dude. I, I like it too. I really like it. Um, You've watched both seasons already. I've only seen one season, so I'm probably exactly where you are. Um, I don't think it's a chick flick at all, dude. I think it's a fucking uh, pretty. It's a little far fetched, but it's, I mean, oh, what's it's not? incredibly far fetched, dude, but it's also I think it can be kind of a guy flick because w- it has a, like a bunch of uh, I don't know like guy scenarios. It's guy, I mean, it's just relationship perspectives on right. jealousy, on you oh, know being stalkers cheating. and, and yeah. phones and cheating and social media and I mean yeah I mean and it, it's far fetched but a lot of it's you know uh, relevant you know a lot of it's you know how how we think at least and and you know things that we go through and for sure so I, I do think some of the you know the deaths and like kidnapping and you know the x y and z are, are a little far-fetched but i mean Dude. overall like i'm, I'm not mad at for the sure. show at all i'm, I'm actually a pretty big for fan her, of it actually. sure her friends suck dude holy crap they suck big time it was so Dude, funny man i was talking to somebody in there yeah. i was like man that 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 girl what's the girl's beck peach i was like yeah beck doesn't beck doesn't do it for me i was like not for me and then uh <laughs> what's the other friend's name that he killed oh damn i don't want to give it away oh just the name though just the name ah uh, yeah i know her name i don't want to give it away for anybody who might watch give it give it to me no give it to me peach. season one is old as shit dude Pe- if you peach. fucking haven't watched season, <laughs> lo- season one yeah, see ya. Peach? Yeah, it is Peach, right? Peach, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm not a fan of Beck. She doesn't do it for me. And they're like, I know your type. Yo, it's dude, she's your type. For sure. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> uh, cat got your tongue? Huh? 
Yeah, I'm not mad at Peach at all. Um, it was kind of creepy too, though. Yeah, like, but the, like there, there the were show definitely was good. Yeah, yeah there, there, there were definitely some some uh, scenes, especially with the Benji guy. Um, Benji, yeah, 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 yeah dude. John Stamos. Yeah, oh, John, John Stamos, dude. John Stamos. John Stamos, dude. Not season two has Chris D'Elia in it. Was... I'm really excited to watch season two because it has Chris D'Elia in it. No um, way, dude. Do you have HBO? Uh, no, but uh, I could probably sure. watch it. I could probably find it somewhere on, online. So, uh, dude, there is this show called The Outsiders. Ooh. Jason Bateman. No way. Holy Christ, it's good. Is it like Ozark? It's currently on right now, so you can't go like binge watch the whole uh, the whole series. I think four episodes are out right now. Super duper good, dude. Scary Super or- duper. It's suspenseful, and you can tell like it's kind of like this murder crime mystery. Oh, damn. Slash scary. Dude. Slash scary. No yeah, way. I think there's about to be uh, some crazy shit that's... Uh, has to deal with some scary shit, but yeah, that that shows tight. I mean, dude, I haven't talked to you in a, in a minute, man. Did you watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary? Oh uh, no, but I I, I listened to the <laughs> um to the Aaron Hernandez podcast on um on um iTunes, and that was um yeah yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm sure they're kind of similar, probably in terms of like how they're told, but um yeah. How was the documentary? Dude, you gotta watch it. Everybody listening right now, if you have not seen the Aaron Hernandez documentary on. Netflix. There's also one on Hulu. Um, it's it's a must watch, dude. It is. Was it crazy? So good. No like way. my mom hates sports, um, and I I knew if I would have told her like, hey, it's about a football player, she would not have been interested. But I'm like, mom, you know, it's about this guy. You know, he has these murders. Da 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 da. da. And I kind of give her a little bit more detail, and she's like, wow, that sounds good. I was like, her defense, her his defense attorney is the guy that got off. Uh, Drawing a blank on her name, um, Anthony something Anthony Casey Anthony. Oh Casey Anthony. Oh really? His defense. Yeah, I was like, I was like Holy his defense shit. attorney got Casey Anthony. How does guy getting these? Dude, Damn. so the, the, so the funny thing is, is he um, was Aaron Hernandez's defense attorney on his second. This is key second murder charge. Damn. And he got him off the second murder Holy charge. Holy shit! Swears dude. Up and down, dude. He's like, if I would have been on his first murder case he would have been a free man still living today dude how do you feel about that though man like i, I mean yeah dude dude I, I was gonna ask you about that like that's fucking do, you, do you have to like is is it pretty much uh, like what's the game plan when you get like do you does, does the lawyer say like listen guy i need to know i, I mean there's confidentiality da, 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 da. i can't say what you're gonna tell me blah 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 i just need to know so i can help you better like does aaron hernandez say listen man i did it but da 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 da, da. and he's like all right we can get you out of this and then he kind of gets him out of it or do you think aaron hernandez just goes to the grave and says i did not do this because to your point, like uh, the, this evidence was pretty fucking thick on him. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fucking thick. There, there's no getting and, away um, with he it. He still got off, dude. I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, as a defense attorney, like, if you know that your, you know, that your client, client right? is just murking people, and you're just like, he didn't do it. Like, what? Like, or, or like, yeah, because like, it his, wasn't his that bad. Was, he's like, he's like, he's like, and he's like, he's like, I had, I had a pretty uphill. He said, like. I had to convince, you know, a jury that someone that's in prison for life for murdering didn't murder these people. Like, I'm like, dude, he did. He did, or though. If he didn't, he murked him, if dude. he didn't, 
He was definitely involved. Yeah, he was definitely, definitely part of the crime. Dude, and, like, that makes you wonder. Is it all about money? Like, is the money that important? Like, you're trying to free a killer to do it again. And, like, it's it's, it's kind of the same thing with, with the with the O.J. Simpson trial. Like, uh, the glove fit. The dude did it. Very similar. It's like, Very similar. Uh, why are we trying to get this guy off, dude? But, yeah, the um, Aaron Hernandez story is freaking nuts man just nuts dude. i mean everything just like just the way that he grew up yeah what you know caused him to do these things you know some family issues that he had going on i try to give it real high level you know he had his father passed away um his mother did some sketch ass kink ass thought ass shit no way. and then I mean, he blamed her his mom on a lot of it and i thought it was interesting too but a lot of details like, that i thought was interesting like i was fucking Balls deep, dick all the way in, and my balls are just in there as well. <laughs> and this whole too. story, I watched, I watched the fucking Hulu documentary, and then I watched the Netflix documentary in like three days. Like I watched like ten hours of content in like three Damn. days. Shit, um, yeah, I swear to God. And I thought it was interesting because his brother played football as well. Yeah, for uh, UConn. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, for UConn, and Aaron Hernandez was supposed to go to UConn, but decided to go to Miami. And it seemed like when he went to Miami, Florida, shit went south. And, dude, Miami's a different lifestyle, dude. It's oh. a different lifestyle. Play with Tim Tebow. You know, he punched a bar owner in the mouth, got away with that. Like, if, if you're really, like, very talented... You can get away with some shit. And you if you feel like you can it, get yeah. away with shit and you signed a $40 million deal, you could feel like, and, and you're fucking, I don't even know how, like, he's a fucking big dude, dude. dude Just he, beat the yeah. shit out of people. For sure. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he, he was definitely, like, there, there's video and pictures of him carrying a gun the night of the murder Damn. out of his basement, you know, in the house. Like, that's, there's fucking, it's, it, it's, it's there. Like, I seen a fucking gun. Um, so I mean, the, the entire documentary is fucking bonkers, dude. Damn, bonkers. I know. I want to ask you questions about you know, like what was he? But it was mostly gang related, right? Not not necessarily gang related, but he he was he was he was mixed in with the wrong crowd. So like, there were two dudes from Connecticut or wherever he was from that he brought with him, and like they were they were his right hand man. And like the craziest thing, this is I didn't even know how I forgot about this. Was the guy that he murdered, the guy that he went to prison for life for? Yeah, was his fiance's sister's boyfriend, dude. <laughs> Damn. Okay. His fiance's so very close sister's boyfriend. Boyfriend. So dude. so he definitely knew the guy fairly well. Holy crap! Oh, for sure. They hung out all the time. Wow. Damn, they hung out at the at the nightclub like two nights prior. But like this is why I, I can't necessarily say that he murdered the first guy, like that guy. Like he he went to he went to prison for it. So like apparently he did. But like for me, it's hard to believe because you were. De- I, I mean, it's it's one thousand percent. Like they have times. They have timestamps and they have pictures. They have highway pictures. They have gas Cold station pictures. Bloody. Yeah, they find. Uh, I mean, they, they. It's it's so evident that he was there, <laughs> but they don't have any yeah. footage of the actual crime. So, like, dude, if you, like, so this is the thing. He texts two dudes, right? So if I, if I if I text two street dudes, if I text two of my thug friends, I'm like, bruh, I need you tonight. Come through, and they come to my house, and then me me us three go pick up a dude, and then we kill a dude. Like, in my personal opinion, there's two ways to look at it. He obviously called them 
to do his dirty work. Right. In my opinion, like that's what I probably think happens. Cause he, I mean, why even call them if you want somebody killed and you're that big and you've apparently killed other people before? You just do do do, do you do it yourself, right? But like he called these people the night of the murder and said, "Hey," and it was like a two hour drive, like an hour and a half drive. Like, "Hey, I I, I need y'all to come through tonight." They go to his house and then they all three drive forty five minutes away to pick up Olden Smith. Damn. And so then they they you know go into the, like this crazy, and you know, place where no one's at and they shoot them. But I mean, they couldn't have been any sloppier. Yeah. They left gun shells in the vehicle. Yeah. They left a a rental car key that's registered for Aaron Hernandez in Odin Smith's pocket. I mean, they were, they were, uh, (laughs) yeah. So like put put his name on the, they check Odin Smith's pocket. He has a rental car key and it's, it's, it's registered to Aaron Hernandez. And then after that murder, I mean, the, the crazy thing is his fiance's sister testified against him, testified against her own sister. I mean, the, the documentary is absolutely incredible, dude. It's 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 one of my favorite wow. watches I've, I've watched in a long time. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, you have someone to log in for Netflix. It's a must watch, dude. So then yeah. after he goes to prison for life, then somebody, you know, then he, I mean, He's all over the news, obviously, because he just signed a $40 million deal. And then somebody says, oh, my God, that's the guy that killed my two friends. So then they pull Aaron Hernandez for a second murder case for two dudes that died like a year ago. Oh, my God. And again, that's that's when the, you know, that's when the uh, Jose Baez defense lawyer kind of comes in and saves the day for the second one. I mean, but it's insane, dude. That story is insane. Apparently, he shot that dude in the eye that's testifying against him. But then there's some there's some drama about that. Like, of course, you're going to testify against Aaron Hernandez and say it's him to get the heat off your back because it was actually you. Right. And the entire time, you're screaming at the TV and you just want to know why isn't Aaron Hernandez going on the stand. It seemed like everybody else was going on the stand except Aaron Hernandez. Wow. You know, somebody told me like, "Oh, he didn't. He doesn't have to." It's like, what do you mean he doesn't have to? He has all the answers. You don't want to question the guy that clearly has all of the answers. Well, like the yeah, the, the United yeah. the the country of the United States doesn't have authority to ask questions on a stand for someone that clearly has all the answers. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, yeah. Dude, I don't know. the real MVPs go to his cousin that would not go on the stand and just refused to and then she later died of cancer. Oh, she no. was a G though. She did not say not she was a ride or die. And dude, no. his fiance <laughs> was a ride or die. Damn. He calls her and is like, hey, can you take the safe and throw it in a dumpster away from the house? She did it. He they said, Oh, what would you throw away? I'm not sure. You don't know what you threw away? No. Damn. Uh, so Aaron Hernandez told you to throw something away. You don't even look in the bag? No. Do you suspect what's in the bag? Yeah. What did you suspect in the bag? Marijuana. <laughs> oh, okay. Then they show a picture of Aaron Hernandez that is clearly a gun. Like, what do you think that is? I don't know. What oh. does it look like? A black blob. That looks like a black blob? <laughs> yeah. Does it look like anything else? No. Damn. So, do you think Aaron Hernandez did X, Y, and Z? No. Like, she was just playing so dumb, dude. Everybody knew she was lying. Everybody knows she knows something else. But she never snitched, man. And it's crazy, too. Um, Me and my mom got into it because my mom was like, she was just a gold digger. I'm like, you can't say that. Like, like, 
she was with them before the the forty million dollar deal. Like they were they they dated each other in high school. Like like they like no way. Like that's the child. That's the her child's father. Like it, it, it's just I, I don't want to go too crazy into the Aaron Hernandez story. But man, and and then like of course you got to put the cherry on top with Aaron Hernandez story because if I don't, everybody's gonna say why didn't you talk about? It? Then they there's rumors and allegations that he's gay and yeah, I heard about that. Uh, people from prison said that he was gay. With his cellmate, uh, right? Or something like that. Yeah, not, uh, then of course you know high school players from his team said he was gay. Hmm. Um, that's kind of sketchy because like he probably was gay by the way, but um, very gay. Gay gay is a strong you know word because he's fucking obviously. Like, let's just go with bisexual. Like, I don't know why bisexual wasn't used as much. Like, if you're married to a woman, you're having sexual relationships with her, you have kids with her. I mean, I'm pretty sure he, he's an NFL star, $40 million deal. He's probably fucking something else. He's probably bisexual. And you also, yeah, and you also like dudes. Okay, you're bisexual. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see him being bisexual. Man, but like, yeah, I, don't, like I don't know why bisexual wasn't the... Um, wasn't thrown around. Like, cause I, I just what did like, it matter, though? Like, yeah, it didn't. It, oh, it didn't okay. to me for sure. Um, uh, but like, the thing is, like, I think like if they say like he's gay, that kind of paints him in a in a worse light at the time. But uh, I mean, um, and apparently when that news came out, the next night he committed suicide. Um, but wow. the, again, man, for anybody that's listening that that's watched it, that's even kind of sketch because if you kill yourself while you're still on trial then the trial gets dismissed. And if the trial got dismissed and you were never charged with anything, then the Patriots still had to pay him that $40 million. So like he, some people say that he sacrificed his life. So his parent or so the so case would get, get dismissed paid. and his family can get paid. Some people say like, cause the timing again, is kind of awful um, that people found out that he was bisexual and he couldn't take the heat. So he killed himself there. Um, and some of the letters were weird, really weird. Um, Oh, my favorite part of the documentary. Sorry. Um, he actually got tattoos. Yeah, have you heard about the tattoos? No. Dude, my favorite part of the entire documentary. There, there's pretty much a confession on his arm. No bro. way. <laughs> to the murders? There. Yes, dude. There. Wow. There's a. There's uh. It shows all the bullets in in a like a in a casing, and it shows one missing with smoke. And then it shows another gun that committed the murder, like it was a it was a nine millimeter or something. It showed that gun tattooed on him, with all the bullets missing except one, which is how many times apparently Odin Smith was shot. And in the middle, it said "God forgives." So you have two guns tattooed on your arms after these murders. But bullets missing. That have just the yeah. the bullets missing, smoke out with the two types of guns that apparently killed these people, that said "God forgives." I mean, uh, it. Come on, you could come on, you could come on, you could possibly connect the two, come on. but it'd be kind of hard for a lawyer come to kind of win that. Yeah, argument. no, no, that's not that's not evidence. You can't use it yeah, as evidence. You can't but use it's that evidence. evidence. It's not evidence, but it's evidence. Yeah, but it's crazy, dude. Very sketchy for sure. Yeah, very sketchy. Oh, for dude, sure. so sketch, dude. dude it was yeah. so crazy. Oh my God. Um, the world's crazier than dude, you can even imagine. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. So so much stuff has gone on. The new Eminem album also dropped, dude. I know me and you have been me. listening to the dick out of that. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. You actually said it's better than Kamikaze. Dude, we should you should do a poll for those who like. Um, I don't know if too to many people would know. Kamikaze. Like we. We took a pretty good deep dive on both yeah, albums. I took a yeah, yeah, true. Um, ah, man, I just feel like we get more of the 
old Eminem back. And like I hate saying get like getting the old Eminem back because I don't need the old Eminem back to appreciate him. But I felt that there were definitely styles that he used back in the day whenever he was produced by Dr. Dre that he used in in um, music to be murdered by um, that I didn't see in Kamikaze, which is one of the main reasons why I just think that it's a better album because I get that old school Eminem feel that I really fell in love with. And I kind of feel like in uh, Kamikaze, he was more just like spewing at the mouth and just like just attacking everybody. I mean, like the, I mean, it's a, it's a kamikaze. He was attacking everybody. Um, dude, but I think, th- I, I thought there was some bangers. Dude, on kamikaze was so dope. He had a chip on his fucking shoulder. He was going at everybody from Lil Pump, Joe Budden, Academics, Charlemagne. He was he just, went everybody. Motherf- oh, Ooh, yeah. Everybody. Uh, fucking Machine Gun Kelly, oh, yeah. obviously. Like, he was at their throats, yeah, dude. Sure. I, like you said, you don't really get a lot of the ruthless old school Eminem, but you get a motherfucking angry fucking i'm out to prove a point that i'm the best eminem and he started he he some of his uh his you know some of his uh rap schemes were like you know the the new age like uh you know the the dumbed down rap type of sound but yeah, it's the, really the, lyrical yeah 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 yeah. oh man it introduced me to joiner lucas Ugh. oh yeah dude and like if you think about it <sighs> dude you actually brought up a pretty good point about him being angry if you if you listen back to um like Marshall Mathers LP and um you know the Eminem show he was I'm never he was never Marshall Mathers. like he was never aggressive angry whenever he was like talking shit about Christina Aguilera playful and, angry. yeah playful angry, jokingly angry. jokingly angry and like and like right but recently in Kamikaze dude he's like you know like tension because people shit on him yeah people yeah people have been shitting on him like I think academic said it academic said it recently that like is there anything that Eminem can do right lately? Like every everybody <laughs> seems to hate Kamikaze. Everybody seems to hate this new album. Everybody says the bars are okay. Some people said it's just too much words. What the fuck you mean it's too much words? <laughs> um, uh, dude, uh, like he says shit that like me and you talk vomit? about yeah. that can literally mean three different things. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and that's not a coincidence. I get it. Sometimes because sometimes he continues to go for so long using the same cadence that it does feel like word vomit. Like he's just saying a bunch of shit. I can't even wrap my head around like two lines. I'm like, I, I got to go back. But you and listen. just said it. You can't even wrap your head around. Yeah, exactly. it. That's what he wants. Right. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what he wants. But and I think it's more. Uh, OK. Part of the reason why Kamikaze, I didn't like it as much is because I felt like he was trying to just show that he was more lyrical than everybody else as opposed to just making like good music. And I feel like in the, like in his new one, he's, he's, he has a lot of songs that, you know, talk about his addiction and talk about, you know, him going to the club and meeting a girl, like more um, things that aren't just aimed at, you know, firing back at people that I liked. Um, so yeah, I don't even know what I was going dude, with that, but uh, they, he has a song called "Stepdad" on, on his oh, new album. Oh, dude, my god, fire, fire, disturbing, but fire, fire, <laughs> fire, dude. I love. I, I probably shouldn't love that song, dude, but I love, love that song. Real dude. quick, just for the listeners that haven't heard it or that have heard it, we have a 
oh man like i'm looking at the track list dude um no regrets oh. so baller yeah so good um marsh baller stepdad to me is just stupid the song with juice darkness world is, is actually one of my favorite yeah godzilla featuring Go- juice world super dope my personal favorite is in too deep oh, oh dude in too deep so baller which one did i tell you was my favorite was it was it in too deep or was it um it was it was one of those. Yours is those kind of nights, right? Maybe it was like not one of the ones. No, yours was, was never love again, right? You like never love again. Never love again. Okay, yeah, probably yeah. One, there were so many, so many baller, so, so many baller many lines. Good one, dude. And like, and and people, oh my God. And, and, and people aren't gonna give it the respect that it deserves. Nope. Um, and they didn't. They haven't. Rolling Stones, you know, all the magazines, all the all the websites that are reviewing music or you know quote unquote you know the experts in understanding and reviewing music they're not going to give it it's like just do because they're always going to compare i mean not compare but they're they're like always going to just i don't know they're never going to appreciate what he's trying to say because he is eminem you know he has like a long and to your point it's going to go over a lot of people's heads yeah and like that too I mean, just the fact that he's Eminem is is, is is already a strike against him, which which sucks because in the rap community, he's considered a GOAT, if not the greatest rapper of all time. But, you know, to like, you know, people who are reviewing music and people who are awarding Grammys and awarding, you know, all these different things, they're not going to give it to him because he's like, he's 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 too controversial or you know he's you know he's 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 talking about too much about politics and and he's talking about you know shootings and all this shit but dude it's good fucking music and it's lyrical as shit dude, it's it's the best dude it's the best I mean, it's the best dude and, and i know we kind of spoke about this earlier but it's, it's sadly the truth sometimes you have to pass away in order to, for people dude. to recognize yes. your greatness dude, dude. in that crazy in that nuts dude like when he passes, people will then be like, "Dude, Eminem!" Like they'll they'll pull up all his accolades, they'll pull up all the records sold, they'll pull up all the, you know, the the pop charts and be like, "Fuck, dude, he was actually really fucking the goat." Dude, and sure. he he doesn't need to pass away for us, dude. We both agree. Num numero uno, dude. dude. And, and then he's so baller, dude. He, the way he posts on his Instagram and was all like, "Listen, uh, this is not for you." Like. If you're ex- if you're sensitive, if you're this, if you're that, this is not for you. Did you read his Instagram post saying no, that? No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't see that, but it, it makes sense. No, no, no. He <laughs> quoted. He quoted his song with uh, Renegade. It was so baller. You didn't read that? I didn't see it. No, I gotta. I gotta look it up. He put. He put gentle listener. In today's wonderful world, world, murder has become so. Uh, that word's blocked out. Taboo. That we oh, are a society obsessed with, fascinated by it. I thought, why not make a sport of it and murder over beats? So before you jump the gun, jump the gun, please allow me to explain. This album was not made for the squeamish. If you are easily offended or unnerved at the screams of bloody murder, this may not be the collection for you. Certain selections have been designed to shock the conscious which may cause positive action. Unfortunately, darkness has truly fallen upon us. So you see, murder for in this instance isn't always literal nor pleasant. These bars are only meant for the sharpest knives in the drawer. For the victims of this album, may you rest peacefully. For the rest of you, please listen more closely next time. Good night. With the deepest sympathy, Eminem. And then his caption was, 
Cause see, they call me a menace. And if your shoe fits, I'll wear it. But if it don't, then y'all will swallow the truth, grin and bear it. And that's the lyrics from Renegade. Oh, which it's just like good, good God, God man. Oh God, dude. Oh if my the God. Shoe fits, I'll wear it. Dude, and uh, to your he's point, so yeah, dude, like, he's not gonna, like, people are gonna look, whenever Eminem passes, like, I don't know, I mean, I, I, I hope he doesn't at any time soon, I hope he lives to be a very yeah. old man. 50 years! 50 years, yeah, I hope he's gonna be an old-ass man, dude, but if this was his last CD, when he does pass, dude, they're gonna look back on it and say it's a masterpiece. It's, 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 it's gonna happen, dude, and, like, it's, it happens every time, dude, and um, one of my favorite lines, dude, is... is one of my favorite lines in music of like all music is by you wouldn't believe this dude it's by Drake dude and it's um I do believe that guy's a monster he's, he's a monster dude but it's um the most popular song that you wouldn't think that you know my 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 favorite line but like one, one, forever one of my favorite rap lines in forever is on forever. is on God's plan and it's so simple Ooh. dude he dude Drake goes um I don't want to die for them to miss me. That kills me Ugh. every time, dude. God's plan. That's so sick to me, dude. And I listen to that song just to hear him say that, dude, because that line, right? Just, just that line, dude, because he's at the pinnacle, dude. Like he's the top of hip hop, yeah. dude. Yeah. And like, even, I mean, Drake is not even anywhere close to, you, you know, being done or, you know, being finished or washed up. Nope, dude, and, and still, dude, he's been fifteen years, 15 years still strong. number one, and 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 even at the top in his most like one of his as a monster, even in his most famous songs, dude, he he, like he 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 says, I don't want to die for them to miss me, dude. I'm like, God damn it, that's so sick to me. Like if like he said that on like his like final album or something like that, it would make sense, dude. But like he's still going strong, dropping hits, half hit after hit. And man, yeah, dude, I, I I love that line probably more than any like hip hop line like the last like ten years from 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 anybody, but yeah, to that point, dude, it, I it, like, yeah, Eminem's not gonna be appreciated. Kill everything and Drake just stand for do right and kill everything. Yeah, that's stupid, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's he's ridiculously dumb. Um, all right, B, well, it's been fun chit chatting with you, Bubba. Um, we got another episode here coming here shortly. But um, tons, tons of stuff on the agenda, so we'll, we'll have to keep check back up. Hopefully, it doesn't take a long time for you to come back with us. Yeah, man. Two, two, okay. On wax. It'll be. We got you here. Let's go.